2: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code
0: ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Welcome to Simply Marvelous. If you've not been here before, did you know there's heaps of episodes? So many. Just hit like or subscribe and you can listen to them all. All of them. The world has gotten even stranger
0: than you already know. These guys come from legend, they're basically gods. Take that off, what are you? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. <laughs> people in this room, which one is A, wearing a spangly outfit, and B, not of use? <laughs> you people are so petty.
3: Sir, please
0: put down the spear. Simply marvelous. <laughs>
3: Welcome to Simply Marvelous, the podcast where we talk mostly about our lives, but also classic big screen franchises such as the movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, The Crown Season 4, Eps 1 to 4, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, and now, I think it's German for the Hard. <laughs> My name is Kyron Wheatley. <laughs> I think you're up next, Rhys. Oh,
1: did you? Oh, I thought... Oh, yeah, it is always me. Oh, that's bad news. It's
3: okay. We're only 36
1: Eps in. I'm Reese Nicholson, and I'm too old for this shit.
2: My name's George Mooney, and tonight we're talking about Die Hard 2. Die harder.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a silly name. Emergencies. We are in a cold yellow. We just bought maybe two hours. After that, those planes low on fuel aren't going to be circled. They're going to be dropping on the White House long. You get the hell out of my office before I throw you out of my damn airport. They say lightning doesn't strike twice. Until I spent Christmas last year. They were wrong. McLean, is this what you were expecting? Uh, this is just the beginning.
3: What's this one about, Racy?
1: In a Willithing world. <laughs> What happens when you get every character actor who has ever played a cop or someone in the army, put them in a room and let them just kind of improvise their way through? Die Hard 2! yippee ki motherfuckers! We are back! Everything you loved and everything you hated about Die Hard, but this um. time it's in an airport. <laughs> big, big change. If you're acting vaguely suspicious at an airport, even if you're dressed in army fatigues, John McClane is going to kill you. Because <laughs> he shoots from the hip and the chest and the face and asks questions later. <laughs> Explosions, illegal tasings of members of the press, and yes. a severely not looked after man with mental health problems living under the airport food court. Die Hard 2! <laughs>
2: Yay! What a dumb movie! We're halfway through.
3: <laughs> and that's where we'll leave this episode of Die Hard. Simply Marvelous.
1: I can't help but laugh to myself when we were watching this movie, knowing that you were also watching it. Mm. And knowing how much you were hating it, Georgia.
2: Ooh. Not just me, because Mrs. <gasps> Moody was back. Oh! She's bad. <laughs> Oh. I'm
1: almost embarrassed that Mrs Mooney had to watch.
3: What this movie. a re-entry! <laughs> oh
2: my
1: yeah. god!
2: Now that's how I spent our first night in Sydney out of lockdown. <laughs> Mum came over. I made us a couple of salads, and we watched Die Hard 2 oh, That's what no. I thought
3: because we said we said the other night, "Oh, shall we record? Shall we record an episode tomorrow?" And that was on the day that lockdown came out. Yeah. And then I said to Reese, "Oh no, lockdown's over. I, let's not force Georgia to watch Die Hard 2." And then Georgia responded, "Yeah, no worries." <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, I didn't hit the clubs. Mum just came around. Um, I said to her, we've got to watch a movie Simply Marvelous. And she assumed it would be something delightful. And I did not tell her otherwise. <laughs> did
3: you tell her or did you just hit play?
2: Eventually I said, now we're going to sit down and watch Die Hard. You can't leave. And she went, oh, God. Right, We'd better, we better open the wine And that we That's, did that we Has
3: did. she seen it before the, Any of the Die Hard franchise Or did she drop in at number two
2: She dropped in at two Would you
1: say she's a Die Hard fan Dropped in at two Could, Did she pick everything
3: up
2: Well she didn't pick anything up Because first of all she said I can never understand American accents
3: so. <laughs> <laughs> Famously the clearest of all accents
2: And then later on she said I'm sp- Spectacularly uninvolved in this movie. <laughs> so.
3: It is like this film has achieved something, which, I mean, it is rare to have such a consistently poor script. Mm. Such a. Like, it never gets better. Yeah. It's so needlessly aggressive, constantly. Yeah. Yep.
1: I found this out only today. I was doing some reading, as is the saddest part of this podcast. And then, <laughs> as our reviewers on um, iTunes would know, that we I often forget these things. <laughs> um, but in the first movie, he only had a few kind of scripted one-linery things, mm. and he improvised a few, and they stayed oh, in.
2: Was Yippee yay Motherfucker, an improv?
1: I hope so. <laughs> and so, in this movie, apparently, the director just said. You do you, babes. And he was allowed to improvise anything he wanted.
3: I jotted down some highlights if you'd like to hear them.
1: Yeah, um, please. This is chicken shit. Yeah. Great. Yep. Great. It's a fun one. Tell Gets me.
3: better. Uh-huh. What sets off the alarm first? Lead in your ass or shit in your brains, you fat Fuck. <laughs>
2: Wow. <laughs> like what? Awful. I wrote that one down. Do I hate that? Whoa. For starters, shit in your brains isn't going to set off a metal detector. <laughs> I mean, so it doesn't make any sense.
3: Supposed to stay in your seat until you reach the terminal. No frequent flyer miles for you.
1: Like that to me feels improvised. Like that is that is yeah. an actor. And no offense to actors, but most of you are morons. Not all of you, but yeah. a bunch of you are. <laughs> But
3: here's the favourite.
1: This made a deep impact on me, this line.
3: When they're trying to shut down the terrorists a little bit, go after them a bit, Mm. the guy in charge says, we're here to jerk off that cocksucker until he tries to take off. We're here (laughs) to to jerk jerk off off that cocksucker. cocksucker."
1: Now, what a... I I believe in the industry that's called a (laughs) daisy chain. He's sucking a dick. Everyone's got a job. Everyone's jerking off... (laughs)
2: So romantic. I
1: thought that we were watching the movie and I heard, and it hit me with a whack, mm. that line. Mm.
2: Had an impact on mum too, I must say.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. At the very start of this, when you said you watched <laughs> this with Mrs. Moody, my first thought was, oh no, she had to hear that line. <laughs> if you know like when you're on a plane, they've dubbed over like a, a fuck or something. Mm. They changed that line to, we're here to service those hijackers <laughs> until they leave. <laughs> now, most mostly they're all pretty <laughs> awful, but... We here to jerk off those cocksuckers. Does actually pretty nicely slip into we here to service those hijackers. Hijackers yeah. to cocksuckers is pretty good. <laughs> it's a perfect translation. Career wise, not too bad either. If you're going from a cocksucker to a hijacker, that's like you're moving up in the world.
2: <laughs> it's an adventurous life.
1: We here to jerk off these cocksuckers.
2: <laughs> he also he talks to himself a lot mm. in this movie. He's explaining things. <laughs> Someone letting out a balloon. <laughs> Are we about to explode? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> what was that? I don't know, but I tried blowing on my microphone and it worked.
3: <laughs> so it was obviously your mic.
2: I think it must have been my microphone, <laughs> but I don't understand. What the
3: fuck just happened? Is there a are there tine, is there a fire going off in that <laughs> microphone? And there's tiny little men and women running around going, <laughs> And then you blew out the fire. (laughs) 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 Like, oh, fire's over, guys.
2: Yeah, that's that's what happened.
3: Stalactite through the eye was a real moment, wasn't it? Oh, Oh, when he, you know, grabbed the ice that water had dripped down and formed a molecule off the side of the building.
2: Yeah, we know what a stalactite is, (laughs) guy.
3: Tore it. Well, you might. Some people haven't watched this movie because why the fuck would
1: Just you? Just because we went to a public school doesn't mean we don't know what stalactites are.
2: And I know I remember that because stalactite, hold on tight, stalactite might, might poke you at the bum. Is that it?
1: And they're going to be so confused when they find that guy and the ice has melted. Mm. It's going to be like <laughs> JFK's murder all over again. How did this happen?
2: Oh, we should make all weapons out of ice. <laughs> Yay! Can't get fingerprints on them.
1: It would certainly make Desert Storm quite difficult. <laughs>
2: I think, you know, it's quite rare that the hero, the action hero, already has a wife Mm. and appears to be faithful. Maybe that's one redeeming feature for this film is he's not chasing, like, hot young birds the whole time. Sure, Mm -hmm. sometimes he's high-fiving posters of boobs, but otherwise (laughs) he does have a wife at home who he seems to love.
1: And he even when the lady kind of in an insane move in the airport, she's like, well, I let you use the phone. (laughs) How about after this, you fuck me in the airport? Uh, seemed know. to be the undertones of what she was saying. And he was like, sorry, lady, I am a married man. And also, I look 50 and you look 10?
2: <laughs> yes.
3: Oh, that was not a concern. The only issue there was he was wearing a ring. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. It wasn't a charming interaction at all. In fact, I find Bruce Willis utterly charmless. I do as well. I don't mm. get it. You're
3: very blank. <laughs> not a lot happening.
2: Yeah, he doesn't have much charisma.
1: I think he'd Mm. be a nightmare to have dinner with. Minutes of silence.
3: (laughs) Well, that scene really took me where to prove that the army Mm -hmm. were shooting blanks, he picked up a machine gun of blanks Mm -hmm. in a room full of cops... who all have live guns, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and fired the blanks at the captain. And I would say he is lucky that none of the other cops shot him.
1: Well, famously, as we know, police think first and shoot second in every situation. So
3: all of them in the room, and there was about 20 of them, all went, they must be blanks, and didn't take action. They all had their guns out. They were pointing the guns at him, but chose not to shoot the man, firing as far as they know, a machine gun at the captain.
1: <laughs> and I know that the the Dennis Franz character... The captain? Yeah, the captain, whose character's oh, name yeah. is Carmine Lorenzo, so it could have been Italy, Italy. <laughs> that would have been the same name. He's been like a little bit of a douchebag, but like also doing his job. Oh, yeah. A man has come into his airport 100%. and been like, well, I'm going to crawl through the tunnels and, and I've killed a man in your airport and uh, yeah. I was just here to pick up my wife.
2: And do what I say. Yeah. You'd be a bit pissed off.
1: And so when, when he is uh, faced with uh, a, a, what he thinks is a live gun being shot at him,
2: he thinks he's
1: dead. Hmm. And then hmm. in the one shot, walks over and takes a call. And I think that is that's, – that's good police work. If you Quick can recovery. go in two seconds from, oh, my God, an automatic weapon has been shot at me and I'm dead and I'm dead a hundred <laughs> times and I never truly loved my <laughs> wife to – We've got to get some reinforcements.
2: Yeah. 100%. And
1: not have to go and scoop shit out of your underpants.
2: <laughs> no, but you're right. That's good training. That's good training.
3: Yeah. He's strong. He must have seen a lot. He's been
1: through a lot. Well, he was in N- NYPD Blue.
2: You know what? I've always wanted to see inside a baggage carousel. Mm. Yes. It's full
3: of dead soldiers. And do you think that's a accurate
2: representation? Well, now I know how guitars get broken. Yeah. just
1: All the guns.
2: <laughs> All the battles.
1: It's the dead militias.
2: Yeah. Got to stop fighting in conveyor belts. <laughs> fighting in
1: conveyor belts sounds like a band that started in Perth
3: <laughs> and ended in Perth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we're we're fighting in conveyor belts.
3: It's fine to start a band in Perth. It's ending it there. That's the yeah. difficult part.
1: No, presenting oh. local ABC radio. Surely that's the dream.
3: <laughs> no, they're all football players.
1: Oh, oh, really? I
2: didn't know that you could go to football after music. That's good to know for me. <laughs> Well,
3: it is the final days of the AFL trade period, Giorgio, if you uh, get okay. in.
2: Okay, available for trades. Yep. I don't know what I can give you in return. Is that <laughs> how it works?
3: I think you are the trade. I think that's the only option.
2: <laughs> like, let me play. I can give you this dulcimer and a lot of display plates.
3: <laughs> the least useful kind of plate.
1: I would love to see you sing the national anthem at a big football game.
2: But, you know, I have sung the anthem. I've sung the anthem at the Australian Diving Championships once on the 10-metre platform.
3: (laughs) And at the end, did you go in or did you have to climb down?
2: I was wearing high heels and a little silk dress and I was not happy to be there. No. (laughs) Up there. Very nervous. Turns out that's really high, really high. <laughs> it was at the Sydney Olympic Park and I did originally plan to sing to a backing track, <laughs> but then when we had a sound check, because it's so reverberanty mm-hmm. that's the technical term mm-hmm. for those who mm-hmm. aren't musically minded, mm-hmm. um, there with the pool and the giant roof and everything, I could not for the life of me sing in time, so I ended up doing it um, entirely a cappella (laughs) (laughs) and then I was so nervous because it's quite a hard song to sing Mm. because of this big interval jumps and so if you start too high then you're like (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) so I was like start low Georgia start low Georgia start low and then I got up (laughs) there and
0: that's what (laughs) happened
2: couldn't hit the (laughs) low notes The opposite problem. Ah. Wow, (laughs) it was absolute hell.
3: Yeah, because there's only a couple of high notes too. So once they're out of the way, you just back down in the bottom, (laughs) in the deep end, if you will.
1: Does anyone own the? I mean, of course, no one owns it. Like, could you? You know, you've got an album coming out at some point. Could you just pop the anthem on there? Oh,
2: I wonder who gets don't
3: don't (laughs) don't don't. (laughs) don't do that. But just. But if <laughs> is it, is could it, you?
2: Is it, of all the possible advice, yeah. put the anthem on the debut album, Georgia. I think mean, that'll go down great.
3: She's released a track listing today and it's just all
2: of the
1: anthems of the world.
2: <laughs> she's very patriotic too, everywhere.
1: Oh dear, she's put on an accent for this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
3: well, she started a bit low there.
1: That's... I once had to do a gig. Not had to. I got asked to, mm. and they offered me quite a bit of money, so I said yes. <laughs> um, wow! Well.
3: Also, the normal system.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
2: pressure of a kind, isn't it? Uh,
1: on the roof of Maya in uh, Melbourne in the in Burke Street Mall, and it was. And Did you jump
2: off at the end?
3: By roof, you mean awning, of <laughs> well... course, which is a bit different.
1: It wasn't exactly the the Beatles. <laughs> I was. It was the Veronicas. Yeah, it was I? I, had, I did this, and it was I. At the time, I was a voice in a Meyer ad, and, um, oh, yes. and they said, Hey, would you like some corporate work? Which is what an artist loves to hear. <laughs> and it was one of those things where, like, all I had to do was host a gig and bring the Veronicas out and, like, do a couple voiceover things. And I was oh like, Absolutely. And then they said how much money it was. And I don't mean this in a crass way, but it was enough money that I was like, As an artist, you start to go, This is enough money that this is going to be quite fucked, isn't it? <laughs> they know. <laughs> They know how bad it's going to be, mm. and I had to, in a suit, and craw- I don't even know how do people find out about. There was a crowd out the front of Maya, like quite a big crowd, ready oh. to watch the Veronicas perform on the on the awning of Maya. But how did they oh. know about
2: this? Mm. Oh, it's probably some radio promo thing. There was like a couple
1: hundred, and I had to put on a harness, crawl out a window, what
3: suit, suit and harness, suit and
2: harness,
1: oh.
3: so straight from Mardi Gras. What?
2: Crawl down... Oh, so you had that in the cupboard. Oh, no, yeah, no,
0: Andy. I was
1: still wearing it. I was still up from Mardi Gras.
2: Finally, another use. Crawl down
1: what was essentially a fire escape onto an awning. Walk out... Through a window. Through a window. like just, a, And I don't mean like a special crawl out of this awning window. I just mean one of the windows in Maya. <laughs> <laughs> and then kind of shaking because it's a glass awning, mm-hmm. so there's no floor, mm. and have to just bring on the Veronicas and a couple oh, other nice. artists. Um, who
3: were also in a harness. Who were
1: also in a harness, but I was like, are you ready to see the Veronicas? And everyone's like, yeah! And then From here the they roof. are, ladies and gentlemen, the Veronicas! And then um, they clapped, and they kept clapping, and then it slowly petered out as the Veronicas, because um, they're little, they're very lovely people, I found out, but they're they're like little birds. They are. Very small, and they just very... <laughs> Delicately crawled down, Mm -hmm. and I reckon it was a good two minutes, which is a long time if you actually really think about it. Oh, yeah. Of them getting to their microphones on the awning. On the awning, and then they got to their microphones and, hey, thanks, that guy. Anyways, so. (laughs) Is that what they said? Yeah.
2: Done, Reese.
1: And you thought
3: no one was like it, no one oh, was going to see it, right. but unfortunately, we know someone who lives in the city, and they I got, got a photo. I
1: got while the Veronicas <laughs> were on stage, I got texted a photo from a friend who was just doing some Christmas shopping, I believe, and had seen me standing on an awning, bringing on the Veronicas.
3: I would say that my weirdest gig would mm-hmm. be I did some stand-up for a a band. Some friends of mine, oh boy, are in a band. Um, <laughs> You might know them. You might know them, Georgia, because they're actually um, they're in your band, <laughs> and they'll know you because you're in their band, and they are all in the same band. And the band that I opened for is your band.
2: <laughs> I maintain that this was a great time. Okay, well, was it though? <laughs> I liked it a lot.
3: Half the time, I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You 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 were playing the Factory Theatre, mm-hmm. big room, mm-hmm. room. There's room in there for. What is it, 800 people? I think so. And you had a support band, Ports. Yeah. Ports were in supports.
1: And
2: good memory. Oh, my God, why didn't we say that? I think I did. Okay, you see? There um, was good stuff in there.
1: Can I just very quickly jump in and just say, when Karen told me this was happening, I've been a comedian for long enough to know potentially what was going to happen, <laughs> but also, uh-huh. you know, maybe this will be the exception
2: to the rule. <laughs> Oh, it's no. popular
3: in America. Stand-up opens for music in America all the time.
2: It's my dream. I still yeah. want to make it a thing. Yeah. Doesn't
3: mean it's a good idea.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so when I opened at the start of the show mm-hmm. in this room for 800 people, mm-hmm. there were 150 people there. Okay. And they'd got there very early okay, in time to see the support ports, <laughs> and... Then I walked out, which mm-hmm. was a surprise to them. But they were ha- they were fine with that. Uh-huh. And
2: I introde you, I think you did.
3: You yeah. brought you brought me on at that point, which was very good because it sort of told the 150 people who were there that <laughs> you endorse this man
2: wholeheartedly. And
3: I went out, and I think like, I told stories in that bit about the tour that we'd been on mm-hmm. through America because I drove the band around America mm-hmm. on your recent tour with Midnight Oil. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. Got to tell some stories and people laughed. And they, you know, when you get to a band that early, you really know the band and the band members. So they liked that and that was good. And yeah. and so that, we had a lot of fun there, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. People were sort of sitting down on the, it was good. And then I brought out Ports and Ports played. Mm-hmm. And then they went away. And then I came out between Ports and you mm. um, just to, to do a bit more. Mm-hmm. Do, a few more <laughs> do a few more jokes. And I've run out of your story. So, at that point, I was like, I'll just I'll tell some joke jokes at this uh-huh. point that I've mm-hmm. pre-written. Mm-hmm. And at this point, uh, I don't know if it's an active choice, but you did not introduce me. <laughs> because, and fair enough, I'd already been introduced. Yeah. However the population of the room had grown somewhat from 150 people scattered around sitting on the floor to 800 people standing jam-packed in. (laughs) And I walked out and the microphone was not on.
2: Okay, Okay, that's (laughs) on us.
3: So I I went to say hello and nothing happened. And so what I did after a moment...
2: I don't know if it's on you,
3: Joy. It's not on you. It's not on you. But what I did is I... Moved about the stage, Mm -hmm. pretending Mm -hmm. to do things. (laughs) As I said into the microphone, jobs,
1: jobs, jobs,
3: jobs, (laughs) jobs, jobs, jobs. So you you
1: had what we call in the biz an aneurysm.
3: Waiting for the sound tech to turn on the mic, which they eventually did. At which point I could stop doing my fake jobs and the accompanying jobs, jobs, jobs. Which is what I was saying into the microphone.
2: (laughs) Sounds like a charming start. Yeah.
3: And then... (laughs) To eight hundred disinterested, confused, unaware, uninformed people, started. It's a to horrible tell thing
1: to say about fans. Well, the, about me. <laughs> about me <laughs> specifically.
3: <laughs> uh, a bunch of started dumps. telling some jokes. <laughs> These morons,
2: cultureless cunts. And I told
3: a f- I told quite a few jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not so much. That I never got a laugh as I never gained <laughs> their attention. Yeah. I know, I know, I no, no, no. And it was when a man screamed <laughs> this
2: no. music! No. That I thought
3: I couldn't agree with you more, sir.
2: <laughs> no, 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 Karen. And then I brought
3: you on to rapturous <laughs> applause. Oh, God. And I went and had a little sit in the fire escape. <laughs> Just
2: a little sit down. Yeah. I I looked at the
3: evacuation plan.
2: (laughs) Oh, Karen, I'm sorry. We should have thought it through.
3: Well, if we thought it through, I wouldn't have that story, so it's fine. (laughs) Character building. I did need a bit of a sit, though. I did have to just rest. I
2: very much know the feeling of doing a gig and then immediately needing a sit. Yeah,
3: like when we saw you at the Bin Festival.
2: (laughs) Correct. Wow, what a thrilling career we've all had.
3: <laughs> Which, just to go over that bin festival, that's not a metaphor. <laughs> no, That was a legitimate festival for bins.
2: That was a festival. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. In Penrith, we were paid quite well considering, but not well enough in hindsight. Was it
1: my but... awning money?
3: <laughs> Very much the same for me.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh!
2: <laughs> But that was a festival that they put on to celebrate the fact, I think, that there'd been a change to the bin system. They were
3: introducing a new bin.
2: They were introducing.
3: I believe it had a purple <laughs> lid.
1: And when I think of new bin, I think <gasps> folk. Yeah.
2: So that was fun, and, and we then played it outside was a stage mall. at.
3: What's a... <laughs> an outdoor stage at a mall?
2: Yeah. No one had turned up to Bin Festival because that's a horrible sell.
1: <laughs> bin fest. They'll, yeah. they'll go to Fire Island, but they won't go to Bin Fest.
2: <laughs> you played that too, Reese, But you had a real gig in a real theatre. You weren't perched outside did the I? Night. Oh, that's yeah, right. I
1: did think... do it. Yeah. I was at that. And we all
3: hang you out afterwards.
2: That's
0: right. The right.
1: <laughs>
3: tripod were on. That's right.
2: tripod were there. The comedy bit was great. It was the warm-up music well, entertainment. And the no, I, don't, what...
3: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I remember saying to Gatesy afterwards,
2: well, are you okay?
0: <laughs>
1: I once got a call from my agent and she was like, I've gotten a weird one. Um, Tina Arena is doing a few shows around and she wants a comedian to open for her.
2: Oh my God. That's a dream. And
1: apparently like she'd been shown some clips or someone had been shown some clips and, and mm-hmm. she picked me. And I was like, great. So one, the first one was at the Corner Hotel in Melbourne. Mm. And that is like a... Pretty rock
2: and roll venue. Rock,
1: rock venue. <laughs> And it was, yep. Um, because it was standing ga, and now, and I, and yep. I say this was love because, um, I like I spent a like a, a little while with Tina Arena, and like when our Instagram friends, and she's like, she's an incredible. I'm obsessed with Tina Arena.
2: Love Tina, one of
3: the best anti-lockdown singers that, um, that yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's in <laughs> chains. So <laughs> we know that about her.
1: <laughs> when I when I first met Tina Arena, Tani Tina Arena. Tiny Tina, uh,
3: Reese exclusively works with tiny musicians. I, t-
1: I work with yeah. tiny people. She was walking down a fire escape. No, um, I went backstage at the corner of a hotel, and there was already it was already full because it was GA like standing. It, people turn up early for those things, and so it was heaving mm, with people. Yeah. And I had to go out before and do thirty-five minutes of stand-up.
2: Oh, good lord! They gave you a music support slot.
1: Thirty-five <laughs> minutes, which is that is mm. so long. But first time I met her... But when
3: you include all the applause breaks and standing ovations, <laughs> like, it really, it really passes by real quickly.
1: But she was getting her hair and makeup done, and we started, when I first met her, and we, we started chatting, and she was very nice, and we kind of we talked about, like, pot and stuff. Like, she, yeah, she's super cool. Tina oh. Arena's super cool. Um, yeah. but, and I said, oh, so you're doing, like, this is, like, a pretty, I didn't say small venue, but, you know, this is a pretty intimate show. And she was like, yeah, I, yeah, for I just, um, I will kind of want to, because I started here and I kind of want, want to like get back to my roots of just doing kind of, you know, T-shirt and jeans type of shows. And then she stood up and the smock came off her and she was wearing thousands of dollars worth of T-shirt <coughs> and jeans.
2: <laughs>
1: like the most, like it was just a white T-shirt and black skinny jeans, but they were the most beautiful, perfectly fit, <laughs> like. <laughs> anyway, did the gig and it actually kind of went fine. Like, it, I got away with it. 35 minutes. I think I probably did, like, 30, and I got away with it. Then um, mm-hmm. she comes out, chains. A few days later, uh, I, I had also been booked to open for her at the State Theatre in Sydney. Ooh. Now, that is a... Sta- standing shows, people might turn up because they want to get to the front. That's a seated show. You're not True. You're not turning <laughs> up. You're not turning up.
3: 45 minutes early.
1: You don't see Tina Arena. Uh, oh, even before, I remember you were with me, Karen, before... Even the tech was like, there is not very many people out there.
2: <laughs> House lights on?
1: Not on, on, but not off. Well,
3: yeah. everyone has to find, has their, to seats. find their way to yeah. the seat. Because nobody's yeah. there yet, yeah. so yeah. yeah.
1: And and also, I would say Corner Hotel Tiny Tina fans, mm-hmm. different fan base to state theatre Tiny Tina fans. Mm-hmm. And I went and uh, it was one of those kind of, I guess we just get started types of vibes. Went out and for 35 minutes, it was near silence. <laughs> Of me, and this is uh, quite a few years ago now, where I was pretty... If you think I'm aggressive now on stage, I was pretty aggressive on stage. A lot of screaming. There was about a kind of 10-minute bit about the Liberal Party and about Tony Abbott specifically, where I believe I called him a cunt. And I found out later, turns out in the box up the top, was one Julie Bishop, (laughs) one Christopher Pine, and one Scott Morrison. (laughs) Big fans. Big fans. of tiny Tina arena. I don't know if they were big fans of old Tiny Reese Nicholson. Christopher Pine probably would be. Oh yeah, he had a giggle out of me.
2: It makes me so happy to think that Scott Morrison has seen you perform. Mm. Yeah. Oh.
3: So die hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I found out from this movie is I didn't know this that the wings are where the
2: fuel is.
3: Mm. What? It's a big fuel tank. Oh They actually my. don't need them. It's just they don't need them to stay in the air. It's just a fuel tank.
1: What?
2: Oh, it's just so you look like a bird. How fun. Mm. I mean, mm. I know
1: it's, uh, it's gone through a lot of thought, but it just seems a fuel tank shouldn't be so open and out.
2: No. Well, and no one knows how they actually stay in the air.
1: No. Nah. It was a guess one day and it kicked off, so they kept doing it and they commercialised it. A lot of it's guesswork.
2: I do think it's astonishing that they managed to find so many baddies with such a thorough understanding of air traffic control. Yes.
3: <laughs> Small man, big machine. I was gonna say map Man.
2: Oh what? so true, yeah. He's under there. He's the
1: big machine an airport.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he has all the codes and the maps. A lot and of the blueprints. Blueprints mm, for the whole place. Yeah. Congratulations, Matman, on taking out the prize <laughs> this a, week. What a
1: big day for Matman. Matman. Like he's think of his life. Now suddenly he's at the center of an international <laughs> terrorist attack. <laughs> And he's like a helping hand in it. Yeah. Big day for Mapman because he's usually <laughs> about the maps.
3: Big fight, small kitchen, uh, which I would say, big fight, yeah, the small kitchen on the plane, the smallest kitchen you can have.
2: Oh, so oh, true, true, actually. So true. The snack bar. The
3: Bechtel test, of course not. This is. No, no absolutely not. No. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. So um, much. I would say uh, yes, even though they're often obscene, blanks.
2: Obscene amount. More bangs than dialogue.
3: A nasty jewellery.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. Unless you consider a wedding ring nasty jewellery. But I don't think so. I don't think there's any nasty jewellery in this. But you know what I did think? Because nasty jewellery is such a strong theme in all of them, I did think, you know what as well is the ultimate nasty jewellery? The crown. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, And finally in our cliché list, is Georgia in this movie? And uh, no, there are no women
1: in this movie. That old woman.
3: is today's boring goof. The Windsor flight is marked as a 747 on the terrorist list. But the actual plane only has one aisle. And (laughs) And 13 of 17 found that interesting. Okay, let's... Leofwine underscore Dracker says cinematic brilliance, 10 out of 10. What? It has it all. Cheesy one-liners, mm-hmm. lots of brutal action, some really nasty baddies, and thrilling situations. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not on par with the original, untouchable classic, but then what is
2: oh my
3: Georgia you rated Die Hard as the <laughs> oh. worst of the 36 <laughs> movies that we've seen would you say that Die Hard 2 Die Harder mm-hmm. is better or worse than Die Hard 1 the original
2: untouchable classic mm, die worser <laughs> it is number 37 number 37
3: <laughs> It's good to have Mrs. Mooney back in the mix. Uh-huh. What did Mrs. Mooney say?
2: Well, apart from her original comments I uh, mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. she also said, it seems like an unnecessary number of conveyor belts. <laughs> so
3: I will add that to the list of her reviews, which for those yes. who have recently joined us include Iron Man 2, very noisy. Mm. Guardians 2, the little tree is not much use. <laughs> Yep. And of course, for Captain America, disconcerting biceps.
2: <laughs> Reese, where would you like
3: to put Die Hard to Die Harder? You've actually not put Die Hard at the bottom of the y- your list. You have Thor Dark World and The Incredible Hulk below it.
1: Mm, I did hate those movies. Who
2: do you like less, Chris Hemsworth or Bruce Willis? Oh, I
1: see. I, yeah, and this is it, isn't it? Who do I want to have dinner with more?
2: Mm, that is what it comes down to. Mm, ultimately. That's, how I,
1: that's how I review all films. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think the cast dinner on The Last Night would have been fabulous. So I'm going to put it at the top. I reckon I am going to pop it at the... No, I'm going to put it just under. What? Because...
3: Hang on, no, just stop. Just remember that movie. Just for a second, please. Because... Please, (laughs) just go over the script again. Because I think I'm able to... (laughs) The casting. Just think about the acting and the costumes. Something
1: I've learned in the 10 plus years that we've been together now. I believe I can... Appreciate isn't the right word, but um, marvel at a... Simply marvels. Marvel no, at a piece of shit movie and enjoy it more than you do,
2: I think. Uh-huh. So you're about to uh-huh. make a
3: decision that you have to live with. Where would you like to put it?
2: Stra- I'm going to put <laughs> we- it under Die Hard. We can't judge Reese.
3: Okay. Oh Well, only I the- mean, let's not go that only far. Only
1: the Lord can. <laughs>
2: You. <laughs> that's right.
3: I really thought, because I've that's easily the worst one of the worst films I've ever seen. Yes. But <laughs> um, it easily bottoms the list for me. No.
1: Huh? Well, there's nothing wrong with the bottom.
3: You know what, just before we sign off here, I've realised that we haven't spoken about the most famous two things from this movie. Oh. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Oh. And no. the parachute, the, like the ejection coming up to the camera yeah. and then dropping away. Yeah. And I don't care. That's no, it I- for Simply Marvelous <laughs> this week. <laughs> we'll see you next week.
1: Goodbye.
3: Bye-bye.
2: Bye bye.
3: Hey, thanks for listening to Simply Marvelous. What a
2: lovely time we've had. Please like and subscribe. Please.
1: I am an old woman. I live in iTunes and I get stronger if you like and subscribe. Remember iTunes. iTunes, you <laughs> tunes. We all tunes for iTunes.
3: Once you finish like and subscribing, you can actually leave a review like as
1: well. Like and review
3: you can join Georgia and Georgia's mum in leaving a review of what you think of this show.
2: What fine company to be in.
3: It'll take, I don't know, 30 seconds? A minute. It might take a minute.
2: If it takes you a minute, that's too long. (laughs) It only takes two seconds to leave five stars. Two seconds is perhaps too short. Well, actually,
3: Georgia, (laughs) you can tell us how long it takes. You've done it.
2: (laughs) I've done it. I've tried doing it twice.